The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, Cowboys Nation, and a welcome to a draft edition of Dallas Cowboys Daily here on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jess Navarez, and I cannot believe the 2023 NFL Draft is already over. Today is Sunday, April 30th, and you know what? We have welcomed new Dallas Cowboys in the Cowboys family. We're going to talk all about them, but first, make sure to go subscribe to the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network wherever you listen to your podcast. You know the drill. While you're at it, you can write us a review and leave us all five stars with that rating. We would really appreciate it. To keep up with all things Blog and the Boys, you can give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Give us a like on Facebook or go subscribe to our YouTube channel. All right, well, let's get back to all the draft talk because let's talk about who the Dallas Cowboys selected from the fourth round all the way until the seventh round. Starting with the fourth round because the Dallas Cowboys selected San Jose State defensive end Viliami Fihoko, also known as Junior Fihoko, at 129th overall. In the fifth round, the Cowboys selected North Carolina offensive tackle Asim Richards at 169 overall. By the way, that was a compensatory pick. And to kick off the sixth round, the Cowboys actually traded up for Southern Mississippi cornerback Eric Scott Jr. at 178 overall, giving up a fifth-round pick for him in next year's draft. Also in the sixth round, they made sure to grab Kansas State running back Deuce Vaughn at 212th overall, also using a compensatory pick. And yes, we will talk heavily about Deuce's story here pretty soon. And then wrapping things up in the seventh round overall as they selected South Carolina wide receiver Jalen Brooks at 244 overall. So let's get into all of these guys in detail. Starting with defensive end Junior Fihoko because he's another versatile player that will be a good fit in Dan Quinn's defense. He's quick, good with his hands, has the spin moves, and a tackle for loss machine. Not to mention that he's Vita Vea's second cousin. Here's what Will McClay and Mike McCarthy said they liked about Junior specifically. His ability to get after the quarterback and make big plays. You look at his stats, you look at his production, you look at the tape. Um, he does uh, some unique things and getting edges, winning, uh, attacking the football when he goes after the quarterback. Um, he's got a mission when he goes, you know, when he gets off on the snap, he gets off on the ball and he makes big plays. Yeah, I'll just also say the play style. I mean, it's position flex, and you look at all four of the defensive play, players that we drafted. A number one is is the play style, and inert, you know, and, it, and it's good that they have it coming in here because because that's definitely been established. Now let's talk about offensive tackle Asim Richards because the Cowboys finally added some depth to their O line room with another guy that has position flexibility. 
He definitely does need some polishing within his body control and pass pro, but he does bring the Cowboys an element of flexibility with where he could fit in in that starting five. Here's what Mike McCarthy and Will McClay said about Asim. He's awesome. Just awesome. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, both. I'm, yeah, I mean, he's uh, definitely has position flex. So, and, and I, I think, you know, the biggest thing is, and if, it, as we talk repeatedly in here, is the ability to play tackle and move down the guard. I mean, position flex is so important. Uh, the numbers are clear. You know, you, know, you have to, to have to have that. The, the 17th game of the season's clear. I mean, I talk about it all the time. I know it's been said over and over again. Um, you know, I, I thought the way we really put the emphasis on the line of scrimmage was excellent, and that, that was part of it. He's played some guard in college, you know, and guard and tackle. So seeing him do both positions gives you the confidence to do it, and he's got NFL-type body. He's got 35-inch arms. So the things that you look for, they're all there to be able to play outside and inside. You know, he also, you know, well, right center he played. I mean, they worked him out as a center down yeah. at, the, at the pro workout day, and, you know, uh, actually Brian was, and the scouts were there, and, um, he had a heck of a day. Moving on to cornerback Eric Scott Jr., who the Cowboys clearly saw value in to give up a fifth-round pick in next year's draft for. Not to mention he was another guy that was part of the Cowboys' 30 visits. He's more lengthy than he is speedy, but he will challenge receivers to actually catch the ball if they are in his vicinity. Overall, he's the diamond in the rough for Dan Quinn to work with and develop, so it's just exciting to see what he does there with that draft and develop mindset. But there was actually some concern about his speed at Pro Day because of some of his results. He had actually pulled his quad in one of the tests, but here's what Will McClay said about Eric sending in an extra video to them so they can fairly evaluate him further ahead of the draft and why it's absolutely nothing to be concerned about. He goes to his Pro Day and he jumps 39, but he pulls his quad. But he goes and runs the 40. He run, you know, most people pull up and stop. Um, so when you go to those pro days, you look at that stuff, you start, you know, you want to see all the movement and all the things to confirm what you see on tape, but you also want to see who the guys are. Well, you go run a 40, and he pulls his quad like in the first couple steps, and then he finishes it out. So there was concerns about his speed or questions because we didn't have a confirmed time. They sent that out, but we also have other information that tells us how fast he plays. So we were securing his time and how well he played. But just as that uh, clip that they sent, we sent a little bit more confirmation that, you know, we were right on that. Now, giving you a brief overview of wide receiver Jalen Brooks, he has strong hands, which you obviously need as a wide receiver. And it was noted through NFL Network that he adjusts his speed to keep the ball on target, not to mention he has a good size and length for a wide receiver. Now, on to the talk of the town, the star of the show that just made us all cry yesterday, that being none other than running back Deuce Vaughn. If you don't know, this was such an incredible moment for the Cowboys and just Cowboys Nation overall because Deuce's dad... Chris Vaughn is one of the scouts for the Dallas Cowboys. So he actually got to be in the war room when the front office decided that Deuce was their guy and he got to make that call to Deuce. The Cowboys released a video of the moment unfolding in the war room when Chris called Deuce and I highly recommend you watch it if you haven't already. But here's the audio from that special moment. Hey buddy. How's it going? Hey, it's going good. This is dad. My phone wasn't working. Look at here, man. You want to come to work with me next week? <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got somebody want to speak to you. I got somebody want to speak to you. I don't know when I've been speaking for everybody that's really in the heart of the Dallas Cowboys is standing here with a tear in our eye. 
We're so happy to have you on the Dallas Cowboys. I can't thank you enough. John Machoda also tweeting out a video of Chris talking about making that call. Clearly still emotional. So don't put your tissues down just yet and take a listen to this. He's the hardest worker I know. I just have to be his dad. And uh, it's, it's really refreshing um, to see that. That's, uh, that's what this league is made of, of guys that uh, have something that you can't put a measurement on. And, um, you know, that, that's what he's always been. I expect him to be that when he gets his opportunity um, that he's earned um, as a player and just doing it the right way. So, you know, I, I'm really excited. I, I just, I, it, emo- just I, I'm so emotional because, like I said, it's, it's, it's like your son working and trying to make the Olympic team and you're waiting to see if he's going to make it, you know, and you're just kind of sitting there and, you know, Know what's going to happen, and then when it when it does happen, there's there's a sense of relief and a sense of happiness that you can't explain unless, to be honest, unless you've been in that situation. But to make that phone call to him um, after getting off the phone with him 15 minutes before, and he's probably at his lowest. You know, um, he's a really mentally strong person. He has been all his life, and to hear that little bit of a doubt crack in his voice was tough, you know, because I couldn't fix it. There's nothing I could do. It's out of my hands, out of his hands. And uh, so when I could make that phone call, um, best phone call I've ever made, ever. Jerry and Stephen Jones, Mike McCarthy, and Will McClay talked about their experiences watching this all unfold and what it meant for them to see this. So take a listen to all of them. I've never had an experience like that in the draft room. for me yeah for me it was one of the coolest things i've ever been involved in um is to have a guy that we value so much as an employee and the work that he does and then to have so much positive be said about his son uh, and then to watch the tape and see just how impactful he can be on the field and then have that moment to share that because it's all about family when you talk about the Cowboys, you talk about football, you talk about everything else, you talk about family. And when you get that opportunity to share that experience and with a really good player that's going to help us, that's what it's all about. Yeah, and I, you know, well, just, excuse me, last thing, um, you know, really the lead up to it was pretty cool too. I mean, (laughs) because the way Jerry started talking about one other player on the board for a minute there, I thought you'd changed your mind. So, (laughs) but, uh, no, just to reiterate what, what everybody said. In, well, in 30 years, in 30, I'm sorry. In 30 years of uh, 30 years of this league, I've never seen anything like that. That was a extreme. That was a very special moment. Jerry also wanted to reiterate that Chris had no influence on the decision to take Deuce. That this opportunity was earned by Deuce all on his own. It was also mentioned that Chris would actually step out of the room any time during the entire scouting process and drafting process when they would discuss Deuce. So as for how Mike McCarthy sees himself integrating Deuce into the offense, well, take a listen to this. Um, You know, Jerry and I were talking about this earlier. You know, I I think clearly, you know, Deuce can play the normal flow of our offense first and second down. I think to stay in the obvious, you know, as far as the protection component, you know, we got to, you know, work together there. But there's some very distinct situational thoughts um, and concepts that that I have in mind already. Randall Cobbish type things I've done in the past. So, yeah, we'll definitely have, you know, 
opportunities for him to take take advantage of his his productivity. I mean, he's a dynamic player. And by the way, in case you're wondering, well, does this mean the door is officially shut for an Ezekiel Elliott return? John Machota tweeted this out saying, quote, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones on the possibility of trying to re-sign Ezekiel Elliott saying, quote, the ship hasn't sailed there. We haven't made a decision at all. As far as our interest in Zeke, Nothing we did today changes that. I haven't ruled out Zeke, quote. So there you have it. Just an absolutely incredible moment. Like I said, if you haven't actually seen the video from the war room yet, I highly, highly recommend you do that at some point. To see it unfold in real time was just so amazing. So I can't even imagine what it was like being in the war room at that time. So there are your Dallas Cowboys highlights. But let's talk about some significant takeaways from day three across the NFL from the draft. Starting with round four because the Eagles just continued to absolutely stack up during the draft. Starting at pick 103, the Eagles selected Georgia cornerback Keely Ringo. At pick 112, the Patriots took Maryland kicker Chad Ryland which was the first kicker to be selected in the draft. At pick 115, the Bears took Texas running back Roshan Johnson. At pick 118, the Commanders selected Utah guard Braden Daniels. And at pick 125, the Chargers took TCU wide receiver Darius Davis. Moving on to round five of the draft. At pick 137, the Commanders selected Clemson edge KJ Henry. At pick 149, the Packers selected Penn State quarterback Sean Clifford. At pick 164, the Minnesota Vikings took BYU quarterback Jaron Hall. And at pick 172, the Giants selected Oklahoma running back Eric Gray for their compensatory pick. On to round six because at pick 182, the Rams selected TCU cornerback Travius Hodges Tomlinson. At pick 185, the Jags selected Penn State wide receiver Parker Washington. At pick 188, the Eagles selected Stanford quarterback Corner McKee. At pick 193, the Commanders selected Kentucky running back Chris Rodriguez Jr. And then at pick 207, the Packers selected Auburn kicker Anders Carlson. And then during the last round of the draft, round seven, at pick 223, the Rams selected Wingate punter Ethan Evans. At pick 233, the Commanders selected Louisiana edge Andre Jones Jr. At pick 235, the Packers selected Central Michigan running back Lou Nichols the third. At pick 236, the Colts selected North Michigan offensive tackle Jake Witt. At pick 243, the Giants selected Oregon defensive tackle Jordan Riley. And then at pick 249, the Eagles selected Texas defensive tackle Mauro Ojimo. And that's it, y'all. That is a wrap on the 2023 NFL Draft. We did it. Now, for all things draft recap, you can always head to blogintheboys.com to find articles by our staff writers and then links to anything you might have missed over the last three days. Of course, you can always listen back to the last three days of draft coverage that was on our Twitch and YouTube channel on the Blog of the Boys podcast network. But speaking of the Blog and the Boys podcast network, here's what you can expect for your lineup starting tomorrow. Dropping tomorrow on Monday, you can expect a new episode of First and Ten with Tony Catalina and Aiden Davis dropping in the morning. And then later Monday afternoon, you can expect a new episode of Hidden Yardage with Mark Lane and Sean Martin. For your Tuesday, you can expect a new episode of The Writer's Block with yours truly and Brandon Laurie. And then, as usual, we will have another Blog and the Boys Roundtable Tuesday evening with various members of our BTB staffers. That will be live, so you can give your favorite BTB staffer all of the points, but then will be later turned into a podcast. And with that, that's officially all I have for you today, Cowboys Nation. But don't you worry, I'll be back very soon with even more Dallas Cowboys Daily. I hope you have a fantastic Sunday ahead. 
bed and get some R&R time in if you haven't already this weekend. Do whatever you got to do to get ready for the week ahead. Anyways, have a fantastic day, Cowboys Nation, and I'll talk to you real soon.